Hi, everybody. I am Deacon Dave, and welcome back to Day 39 of Silence in a Year. I am joined, as always now, by St. Clair. <laughs> I can always count on her. Oh, and Alicia mm-hmm. and layperson Lisa. Thank you. Very good. And so on to Day 39, exciting. The title for today is Adoration of God, and the word of the day is adoration. Mm. Anybody want to tell me what adoration is? Submission. Submission. Wow. And that is based on a Greek, a Hebrew, a Latin. Exactly what is it from? You told me. <laughs> it's from the adoration. Adoratio. Okay. Sounds Latin. We, we, need, we, need, we need the entomology of the words, Lisa, if you're going to do that. I don't have it. We have much training to do, folks. So... In this particular segment, okay, Cardinal Sarah reflects on the powerful prayer of Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI, um, who has now gone on to his eternal reward. And he refers to the term adoration, mm-hmm. and as you suggest, it's a deep love and respect and worship, okay, which is reserved for God only. Okay, we don't adore Mary. We can venerate Mary, all right, and other saints, but we only adore God himself. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, adoration has been an important part of my faith journey, where I spend time, uh, as Lisa would say, just giving him thanks and praise. Uh, but I'm also reminded in these moments, and I did this in a talk the other day, right? So we're gazing on the Lord. <clears throat> and I had a group of kids here the other night, and I had them all move really close, you know, for benediction. And I, I reminded them all that, hey, the Lord is gazing at us, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? He's looking at his creation and the beauty of who he has created in each one of us. And I just I just love that. So uh, this past Advent, and I don't know how long ago that's been because I don't really know when you started this podcast, and so I don't know what month you're in. But anyway, I just don't let things go, do I? I'm terrible about that. But I was in adoration during Advent, and um, Liam Lees was playing the piano. And it was just beautiful, instrumental Advent music. It was, it was like being in the silence because it was just um the lord was there the music was beautiful and it was just peaceful which is a form of silence and um the lord was really speaking to me inside of that silence and he said david i just want you to love my people that's what he said to me and in that night i had two other encounters i had a lady come up to me and asked me to pray for her sister i said well hey let's let's go up right now And so I took her hand, and I held her hand, and I walked up there, and we knelt in front of the Blessed Sacrament, and we held hands, and I prayed out loud in front of the Lord for her sister. And then this elderly lady was leaving with her daughter, and the Lord said, go give her a hug. This was really intense. I mean, when you, like, when you really open your heart to the Lord, and and, in that beautiful silence between the music and just the Lord being present, he said, go give her a hug. So I went up to her. And I just held her for like two minutes, and she held me. It was it was amazing. It, w- it was so beautiful, uh, the power with which God intersected my heart. And he really spoke to me because I was having a lot of questions. And so in him saying, just love on my people, it answered all of my questions. Mm. What about you, Alicia? Well, you know, I've had a similar um, encounter with Jesus that changed my whole adoration perspective. I mean, I went to adoration 
I was one of those people that would tell you, well, I just, like, I, I don't know. Like, what is it supposed to feel like? Um, and I, But I was the person that would go and I would sit in the back and I would stare at the floor. I wouldn't look up at Jesus because I felt like I wasn't worthy. Like, who am I to look at Jesus? And this particular day, um, it was nothing different. I didn't do anything different. Went into the back, sat down, put my head down, and I heard him tell me, look at me. Mm. And wow. when I looked up, and that was the first time. Well, and I had looked up at the mantras before, but that wasn't my regular practice. But this time, I saw Jesus in the monstrance. And I see Jesus every time from now, since the last time I went. And I don't go and I don't put my head down. I find that there's so much power in going to adoration. I feel like a lot of what I hear from him is sitting. And I'm the kind of person that wants silence. I'm okay. Not I'm not I'm the person that wants music because I, I, I feel like it's a distraction for me. Um, but I did take up your challenge the other day and oh, I did. did listen to music at adoration. Not the whole time, though. But I don't know if it, it didn't feel it didn't feel right. But I said, no, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to do it every time, at least a couple of songs for while I'm in there, just to see, like you know, if it changes my perspective. But I love that. Well, did it change your perspective? No, it didn't. So no, you and Lisa no. have very close minds. We need balance. We need balance between the silence and the music. And the silence. Oh no no! Uh, silence. I thought you meant like, did it? Did I feel like not good or not? No, I felt the same way. I still saw Jesus with or without the music. It was. Just, I think I found it hard to settle my brain because I wanted to sing along with the music, and I'm thinking, well, should I be? Should I sing along with the music? Lisa? Oh, I do. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear what Lisa has to say on this. So I, I think I know. It's very interesting because. I used to go to the Blessed Sacrament Chapel at Mount Carmel and sit there in silence. And then these ladies came in and started doing the rosary and I got earplugs because it was very distracting mm -hmm. to me. But at that point, I was really enjoying the silence. And then years passed and then I find that my mind starts racing too much when I have silence. So God actually, like, music is my silence because it helps keep me focused. And, like, the God speaks to me through the music because there's, like, certain lyrics that I might have heard a song, like, a hundred times. But, like, all of a sudden I'll hear a line that I never heard before. So, I mean, I do like the balance. But sometimes when I'm in silence, it's just my mind races too much. Yeah, I like, I like the kind of back and forth where you have a couple of songs and then you have some silence yeah and i even like the extemporaneous prayer that is um elicited from listening to that song mm -hmm. um and and how the spirit works in having people pray and i've had people tell me um he said every word you were saying last night was just what i needed to hear and i'm just like i have no clue i'm just praying what's on my heart but the lord is is in the what silence the, of, the spirit is putting on your heart. Yeah, and the and in the silence of someone else's heart, the Lord is speaking to right. them. And I think the key essence here is when we say silence, okay, it's it's you're really in tune with the spirit. Right. You're in the presence of God and you're in tune with the spirit, whether it's instrumental, whether it's gratitude by Brandon Lake, or whether it's complete silence uh, with 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 no sound, it's in tune with God. Right, because we have to remember that what Cardinal Sarah said at the beginning of the book was that silence was not the absence of noise, but the presence of peace. Wow, way to tie that one in. So if you have that peace, whether it's with music or without music, 
you're going to feel that silence of, of God in your heart regardless. Yeah. I still think we should try to get some balance every now and again. Well, sure. Because absolutely. God can speak to us in different ways. Right. Sometimes we can get stuck in our own channel, and no pun intended, and, and not want to go to a different channel. Mm-hmm. Right? So, uh, takeaway. Do you go to adoration? If you've never been to adoration, go. Quick story. I had a, uh, I said in a homily, I said, go to adoration, just show up and watch what God does. Had a lady come out after an hour of adoration. She said, I didn't feel anything. I said, well, I didn't say how long it was going to take. <laughs> right. So a couple of weeks later, she came back and she goes, oh, now I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. So it's really quite beautiful. So if you haven't been to adoration, go. If you're stuck in a habit because you go to adoration, switch it up a little bit. Try try some different things. See what happens. I'm Deacon Dave. Oh, we need to pray. Oh. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Lord, you give us the Eucharist and the most blessed sacrament of the altar. You have promise us that you would be with us till the end of the age. And Lord, you do that particularly through the Eucharist. Help us to have great gratitude, Lord, um, for all that you have given us, the fact that we can receive you into our body, the fact that we can gaze upon you, gazing upon us. Lord, we may often think that we don't have time to go to adoration. Lord, help us to make that a priority, to see you face to face, to know that with great humility and great love that you have left us the Eucharist so that we could be with you in this most intimate way. And I ask that you bless all of those in the listening and watching in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Okay, I'm getting ready to say goodbye, so y'all come right after see you. Me. See you next time, y'all. Bye. I already said see you. I know, but you. you have to do it after me. Bye. Okay. There's an order here.